Running a business can be tough work. Just ask me. I feel like I'm forever tired ever since I started doing ETS. Well, running ETS. Doing ETS doesn't sound right, does it? Sounds really weird. Anywho, so a few months ago, I was lucky enough to meet Michelle, the healthy happy nurse. She is actually one of my course creation clients, and I absolutely fell in love with her program and thought it was of real benefit to a lot of people. Her program, the Healthy Happy Nurse, is, I guess you could call it a health and wellness program to help you deal with the demands of your job. She especially contextualised it for the nursing industry or the care industry, but it applies to so much more than that. She has an online course that she has developed called The Healthy Happy Nurse, and she's also running a workshop in a few weeks on the 27th of May with us at Ethical Training Solutions. And it's going to be a really cool workshop. It's actually going to be done online and live, which is really exciting. So I hope you enjoy Michelle's interview that I did with her. And I hope that you get something from it and get some hints and tips on how to look after yourself. Okay. Okay. Hello there, Michelle. Hello, how are you? I'm good, thank you so much for joining us today. That's all right, thank you for having me. It's a pleasure. Um, you know, I hope it's all nice and sunny in Brisbane, in Queensland, where you are. It is, it is super warm and humid at the moment, so <laughs> uh, very humid. It feels like barley weather up here. Oh, really? It's so cold here in Melbourne. It was something like 16 degrees, I think, yesterday. So oh, wow. It was yeah. horrible. I used to live very close by to where you are, so I know what Melbourne weather's like. <laughs> well, that's really good to know. Now, we have a... Oh, we might just give it another few seconds just so people can join, but if not, they can always watch the replay because this is just going to yeah. chill out in the group and people can come back and have a look at it, which is really awesome. And um, we're so lucky to have someone like you join us because, you know, your program is pretty much tailor-made for this group of people. I mean, the people yeah. in this group look after people. There's a mixture of carers, disability support workers, all caring for people, much like a nurse does. So Absolutely. I think it's such a great program for these guys. And I'm sure everybody's going to get a lot of benefit out of what we're going to talk about today. Yes. Yeah. Definitely. Yes. I know. So what inspired you to write this amazing program? Like, you know, what made you want to write the Happy Nurse Program? So I've been nursing for 22 years now um, and I feel like I was drawn to nursing. So I, I absolutely love helping people. I love being that caring role and giving to people. Um, and it's something I sort of left high school knowing that I wanted to do. However, along the way, I got very lost and I hit burnout. And I sort of fell into a very, very dark place. And um, I didn't want to wake up of a morning I was absolutely exhausted I was overwhelmed 
I had three beautiful children and a beautiful husband that was always so supportive of me, but I just didn't want to face the day. I just couldn't. And it was at that point where I thought, this is ridiculous, something's, this is not right, this is not how I'm supposed to be, and yet I was still turning up to work. I was still giving up my all to the, my patients and, and my in my workplace, but I was actually broken myself. So um, it was at that point where I thought, right, I need to do something about this. I was drinking wine every day, every night, just to get by. That was my go-to after my stressful day. And I just had lost all presence as a mother and wife. Yeah. So I, I hit the bottom, the very bottom, and then that's when I found my way out. I actually just took charge. I reached out to um, a coach myself and, and did a, a sort of a wellness program. And then um, after sort of about 12, 18 months, I found my way out and worked out what, you know, the steps I needed to take to get myself back on track and then that's how this program came about. Yeah, it sounds like, um, you know, you had to get to the bottom to figure it all out, as they say. Absolutely. That's, yeah. that's exactly what happened. So with the program that you've put together, you've actually done this yourself to make yourself a better person and to look after yourself. Is that correct? That's right. So the, the program I've developed is the exact steps that it took me to to get to where I am now, to, to be uh, present, to be um, happy. My nursing, I'm actually a better nurse for, for this. Um, I'm a better mum. I'm a better wife. I wake up in the morning now super excited for the day, which I just couldn't even face the day over two years ago. I just didn't even want to wake up. I didn't even want to wake up for my own children and it was just a really horrible place that I was in. And now to be out the other end, um, that's why I went, wow, these are the steps that I took. So it, it's taken me about a, just over a year to, to write this program and it's every step that I took to get to where I am today. Yeah, that's yeah, that's fair enough. And I mean, I can only imagine what it's like. I mean, I come from a child care background. I know, like, what it's like to work with people, to care for people, to um, you know, I used to deal with a lot of stuff, and that used to do my head in, and it still does. Let's be honest. But um, you know, I, I know, and I can only imagine how crazy it would be working in a hospital, being a nurse, having all those responsibilities. Um, you know, that must have been really tough on you and to actually come out the other end and develop this program to help people is absolutely amazing. Like, you know, carers and nurses need more people like you and more programs like this to help them. That's right. And I think there there is nothing out there for us in that caring, giving role. And I have had, you know, so many workplace, you know, incidences or situations that have really 
played with me mentally and emotionally and um you know my the, my workplace um you know quite traumatic events that have happened and my workplace has simply handed me a number and said call the employee assistance hotline and get yourself some counseling and that's that's what I got so um and I I went and I tried that and I did that and it just it wasn't what I needed and it wasn't actually the support that I that I required to get me back on track. So that's where I thought, right, we I need to do something for us as a group yeah. and um, so that we can all support each other as well. Yeah. Did you find that when you were given that random number for an employee assistance program, did that person have any knowledge of your industry at all or were they just some random counsellor person? Um, no, so unfortunately where I live, there isn't a lot of, I'm in central Queensland, so I'm um, further up north and there isn't a lot of uh, services here. So um, this lady was probably, and she, she's a psychologist, um, she has worked with various people for years, but she was probably about 70 years old. <laughs> so, <laughs> I feel she was very behind the times in in terms of practice. So, and I I went to the sessions and, and then in the end I cancelled my last two sessions with her because I just didn't get anything out of it at all. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's um, I think it's really important that when you go through something like this, you actually go through it with someone who understands your industry. Um, it helps a lot, definitely. So tell us a little bit more about what sort of things does your course cover? Does this course that you've written cover? So the course that I've written, so we cover looking at. The first sort of step is looking at where you are right now in as the role of a nurse or carer or support worker, you know, where are you right now in terms of your position at work, as a mum, as a wife or, and you know, how you are feeling about that because I wasn't, one of the steps that I took was I just needed to recognise I'm in a really deep, dark hole and I need to just accept this, this space that I'm at. I'm not happy about it. And once I took that first step, I it was a huge um, awakening to me, right, this is where I need to go from now. So I feel like you know, we buzz around and we are stressed and we're flustered and we're getting on with our daily life, but what we haven't actually looked at what am I unhappy with, what's not working for me. And once you look at that step and recognise, you know, all of the things that you're frustrated with or frustrated within yourself, then you can take the next step. So that's a really big part of step one or module one. Yeah. Um, and then it's... You know, sort of forgiving yourself because we, as a support worker or carer, nurse, we put so much pressure on ourselves to to be everything to everyone 
um, that we forget to give ourselves some love back and actually look after our own needs. So that's that's a, a really big part of it as well is just stopping for self and you know for yourself, giving yourself some love, some time, looking at things that actually light us up or fill up our own cup. Yeah. And that's where I was at as well. I was pouring from an empty cup. Yeah. So at work, at home, um, I was just giving to everyone else and, um, you know, trying to be mum and, and do all of the mum things and then go to work. But I was actually empty inside. So, yeah. Um, that's, you know, I, yeah, so that's a big part of it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, look at sorry, sorry. you just out on me. I don't know whether it's my Wi-Fi, but that's okay. Sorry, just say that again. That was weird. <laughs> oh, good. Um, and mindset as well is a big part. So um, if we look at mindset, any limiting beliefs that hold us back and, um, and then work-life balance as well, that's a big part of it. Yeah, which brings me to my next question. How do you achieve work-life balance? How do you suggest that all these people who are carers and nurses, teachers, you know, mums, everything, what is the magic formula for work-life balance? Because I reckon I need to know that too, <laughs> let's be honest. That's right, yes. Um, I feel like what I did was, you know, looking back, I... And I was through the program that I had done, it was a big part of writing down what my perfect life looked like. What did my job look like? How many days did I want to spend at home? Because we, we had a little baby girl who she, well, she's just gone off to school, so she's nearly five. And I really wanted to spend time with her because when my two older boys were little, I had rushed back to work. I was so focused on climbing that ladder and, and working so hard um, in my nursing that I really didn't enjoy my time with them. Yeah. And my daughter, we, I wanted to spend that time with her. So I wrote down what I wanted to, how many days I wanted to work, what I wanted to earn, um, the days I would spend with her, and I mapped it all out. So I think... Putting it all down on on paper is really really powerful. Yeah. So, um, that was a big one. The other thing I had to learn to do was to say no. And I was picking up extra shifts because there's always extra shifts going and double shifts and all of that in our industry where there's always work. Um, for us and I used to say yes I put my hand up and I'd be doing all of these extra shifts and wondered why I was coming home so overwhelmed and so exhausted so I I learned to say no and I had to sort of not worry about the money side of things because ultimately it wasn't healthy for me yeah yeah, that, that makes sense. So you think the first thing people should do is take a step back and write down what they want to achieve, what their perfect life looks like? Yes, 
Yeah, yeah. I can imagine that would be pretty confronting for some people. It is, and quite often we we don't we're afraid to do that. Like we're just afraid to sort of put down our dream life because you know we live in fear that it that it will never happen. That it's all you know. But I, it is so powerful just to write down that your goal, your dreams, and your goals, and your ideal work life sort of balance. Put it out on paper. And yeah. it's really quite powerful to see what happens after that. Yeah. I guess in a way by writing something down, you're kind of accountable to it as well, aren't you? Because this is what you want to try to achieve. It kind of makes you more motivated to achieve it. It really does. Yeah. Yeah. And um, did you find it hard to achieve what you wrote down? Like what strategies did you use after that? So you wrote down your, you know, perfect life. This is what I want to do. You looked at it and then then what? And then um, slowly I feel like the universe was nudging me because I had written down I want to work three days a week. I was working four days a week and then I wrote down three days a week with this income and eventually I'm now working two days a week in my nursing position and um, helping my husband in his business. And I'm also doing my program. So um, it eventually just unfolded naturally. The plan that I'd written out had sort of started to happen for me and um, to the point where I'm sort of reduced my shift even more, which is... Yeah. Yeah, really good. And I just listened to the nudges of, you know, sort of what the universe was telling me because I would, any extra shifts I'd pick up at work were somehow super stressful. Mm. Um, I'd have a really traumatic eight-hour shift and, um, yeah, those extra shifts that I were working were just awful. So it was like, you're not meant to do this. You're just meant to forget about the money and just, you know, just get through this for now and just see see what happens. So that's what I had to do. I had to sort of listen to my gut feeling about it really. Yeah, and that can't have been easy. Like, you know, you we're saying to people, hey, Put your ideal life down on a piece of paper. You know, it could just be all dreams and a fantasy, but at the same time, analyse it and see how you can make it happen and how you can make yourself cope with all these demands that come with, you know, a job like what you do, which is, you know, pretty confronting and pretty amazing. And I think it's important for people to step out of their comfort zone every now and then and to, you know, have a good look at what's going on. That's right. Right, and I think we're so lost in our regular routine and patterns and it's if you always do, you know, what you've always done, that's just, and it's not working for you, it's not going to work for you. So, yeah, you really need to take a step back, write it down and then just slowly take a step towards your plan. Yeah. And I guess everybody's plan is going to be different, isn't it? If we just asked people in this group today, okay, guys, 
all of you write down your plan. Everybody's plan is going to be different and everybody's goals are going to be different. That's true, right? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, and I and mean, we- it's it's not at all one size fits sort of thing. Like everybody is going to work through their issues differently, right? That's right. So everyone's, you know, everyone has a different life, set of demands and circumstances. So it will be different for everyone. And I feel like in this industry as well, it's not nine to five. So there is a lot of flexibility as well for us as um, nurses or carers. Um, So we do have that flexibility as well. Yeah. Yeah, that's really interesting. So you personally, as Michelle, the healthy happiness, what do you do on a daily basis that helps you get through your crazy life that, you know, to deal with your the stresses of your job? How do you deal with it yourself? Like maybe we can give some people some hints and tips of what, what do you do? What does your day look like? <laughs> so usually I map out and the other thing um, with work-life balance as well is mapping out your week. So every um, every week map out what is ahead and schedule in your you time, um, your family time, um, work days and, and anything around that. So I feel like that is really important as well and that was something that I never ever did and there'd be weeks going by where we actually I didn't actually have any quality time with my family so um that is really important and it sounds so simple scheduling in say a movie night or um just going down say the beach for a walk with my children but if I don't sort of write that in yeah it won't happen type thing and I really look forward to that time now so having my family time is really important so I try and do a couple of things each week with my family yeah um the other thing I do is something for myself every day even if it's just 10 minutes of um a meditation or I take myself for a walk down the beach, just scheduling in something for me every day. Um, yeah. Whether I need to have a lay down before my shift starts, some things that you need. So, yeah, um, go to a yoga class or something like that. So, as again, as carers and as nurses, we are giving, that's our role, so we might, go into an eight-hour shift and you are literally just giving everything you've got and you're working super hard. So I feel like we need to do something for ourselves each day. doesn't have to be anything big but something something that lights you up. Yeah. Um, and I also now exercise daily as well. Yeah. I find that's really helpful. Yeah, no, that that makes a lot of sense. I guess exercise helps clear your mind, I guess is the best way of putting it. Yeah? Yeah, it sure does. Yeah. So what are your top five tips? So if we had to give the people in this group five 
tips for looking after themselves, for being the best they can be, what are they going to be? Um, top five tips. Yeah. So for me, meditation is a really big thing that I've incorporated into my life. I used to think it was really airy, fairy, rubbish. I didn't have time for it. <laughs> yeah. but, but I now just am blown away by how much that has helped me every day, even if it's five minutes or ten minutes. Um, I work in the recess room of our emergency department, which is super stressful. We have, you know, people who are absolute critical ill go in there and we're intubating patients and putting them on life support and all sorts of things. And I used to, I look back and I used to shake in that room because I was so overwhelmed and even though I know my skills, I know I could do it, Just it used to just consume me, the, the adrenaline, once that kicked in. And I used to sweat up a storm and, it, you know, when the heat was on. And since I've started meditating, my yeah. it's just so different for me now. I'm actually able to think so clearly and calmly and really... I don't get that overwhelm when that adrenaline kicks in um, yeah. and I can really contribute to the um, the resuscitation and, and I've had doctors and my colleagues say, wow, you know, you, you were amazing because it was a really calm, yeah me being super calm and super aware and I put that down to meditation so that's, that's actually really interesting that's that's a very good way of staying calm by the sounds of things yeah so tip number one is meditation is that what we're going to tell everyone meditation. they should be meditating <laughs> yeah and just five minutes or ten minutes um and I I'm not great at it or wasn't great at it, but now I, um, I've put an app on my phone. So there's lots of meditation apps and you can do a 5, 10, 15-minute guided meditation that sort of walks you through it. So there's quite a few different apps around now and they're super easy, super simple, and they, they really help. So That was my next question. How long and how do we do it? <laughs> Yeah, so that's it. I start start with an, an app. I use Insight Timer and um, I scroll through. There's med meditation for all sorts of, um, you know, things that you may need or however you're feeling. You can scroll through. There's so many to choose from. And I started with 10 minutes or five minutes, sorry, and then I've worked my way up now. So that's um, amazing. <laughs> Yeah, so I do that every every day. So that that's how you start your day before you even go to work or anything like that. Yeah, excellent. So, I start so what's, my day. what's tip number two? So we've got one meditation. What's number two? Tip number two, I would say, is back to exercise again. Try and incorporate 
some daily exercise. Move your body. It is so good for um, those feel-good hormones, those endorphins, and, and it actually it really does clear your mind. Um, and I think that's really important as well. I think not just the physical benefits of exercise but the mental as well. So I find if I've had a really stressful day, um, just going out for a walk out in nature, just half an hour walk or something like that just really calms me and grounds me. Yeah. I can, yeah, I can relate to that. I try to go for a walk every day and at least work out with my personal trainer one day a week. And if I can fit in a gym workout, I'll do that too because let me tell you, I go a bit loco working for myself sometimes. It gets a bit crazy. Yeah, definitely. So, it is yeah. really good for the mind. Yeah. It is. So what's number three? So we've got meditation, exercise. What's the third tip from the healthy happiness? Um hydration like really and nourish yourself so make sure you're having a eating a nutritious diet and lots of water um that was one thing i was so so bad at i was so busy making sure everyone else in my household was fed and watered and had their dinner that i would I'd be rushing off to work and I wouldn't be eating myself. I was just too busy. And that it's so unhealthy. Uh, since I started to eat right and I now have um, regular meals, so I have, you know, breakfast, lunch and dinner and two snacks, I've actually lost weight because I'm now fueling myself properly um, but I feel so much better. I'm able to concentrate. I've got loads of energy. Um, and I think that's something that us as carers, nurses, we just forget because we're too, too busy worried about everyone else. Yeah. And I can imagine if you're fatigued, just like you were saying before, like if you're fatigued, you're not going to help your patients or your clients, are you? Because you're not being the best you can be. Like you said, when you're meditating, going to work, you were performing really well at your job because you're calm, you were feeling good about yourself and more focused. So, you know, and I think nutrition yeah. has a lot to do with that as well. Like a lot. Yeah. I mean, we say in childcare, you know, sometimes kids who are misbehaving in that, sometimes it comes down to diet and nutrition. And, you know, when you remove certain things from the diet, add certain things, um, you'll see like a big change in behaviour. So I guess the same can be said for us adults in terms of our focus and concentration. Absolutely. And I, we forget that. I feel like we do forget that. And, and you know, you wonder why you're, you're cranky or you've got a headache and you're just, Ugh, because you haven't had a, a glass of water for the last couple of hours or you didn't have lunch, you missed your lunch. So it really does, it really does affect us. Yeah. yeah. So we've got meditation, exercise, diet. What's that? Three. I'm just counting on my fingers like the teacher I am. So I'm just waiting up to four. <laughs> so I feel this is, this is probably going to, everyone's going to, oh, no, 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 freak out. But decreased coffee. Decreased coffee. <laughs> It really 
is we all, I think, love our coffee way too much these days. And um, I used to be, you know, three to four cups of coffee a day. I'd be constantly filling up my cup. This is tea now. <laughs> I was going to say, what are you drinking there, Michelle? <laughs> um, but I, coffee, it's just, it really does, it's not good for us. Um, it really isn't good for us. It depletes our magnesium levels. Um, any coffee after 2 p.m. affects our sleep. Yeah. So we don't sleep as well. Um, there's just so many things and I feel like it, it my naturopath sort of got me onto this and I was like, oh, no, I can't do that, I can't do that. Now I have one coffee a day oh. and um, the rest of the day I'll drink a cup of tea or herbal tea and I am actually feeling so much better for it now and sleeping so much better. Um, I'm It dehydrates you as well. So, so less coffee, if we can cut down the caffeine, um, it'll have a it will benefit you in the end yeah wow that's um now I'm just thinking how many coffees have I had today now I've been like oh my goodness but that's okay that's something actually I should start doing and stop complaining that I'm not sleeping because I'm drinking too much caffeine right. reason. so yeah. we've got exercise nutrition meditation limit your coffee which is going to be a hard one for everyone but that's okay i think it's a bit challenge too right like you know isn't it um it's fed fast at the moment so if there's something people would give up it's caffeine try it for 28 days 29 days see how you go something to think about there um so that's four there's a teacher of me coming out again so what's the fifth one <laughs> i think my last one is to Stop and listen. <laughs> Stop and listen. That's exactly what we're <laughs> So are you guys, if you're watching, stop and listen. <laughs> She'll come back soon. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that I've got two birthdays coming up, so I think my children have just had um, birthday parcels delivered. So, <laughs> um, so before my last tip would be stop and listen and wait for the knock at the door. <laughs> um, is just not to react. Um, just before you react in any situation in our role is just to stop, really look at the situation or, or what's happening. Don't react um, yeah. straight away. So that has taken me so long to, to do myself because, you know, we are in reactive roles, um, but just taking a step
step back to sort of really see what's actually happening, whether it's with your patient or your client or just to stop and sort of have a think about what's going on before jumping in and reacting. Yeah, we've actually started implementing that a little bit here at um, at work. When something goes wrong, we just, you know, sometimes things do go wrong. We just kind of take a step back. We even sit on it for 24 hours before reacting. So it's a bit of a slow reaction, but it gives us time to digest what's happened and how we can make it better, so to speak. That's right. Yes. Yeah. So that That's is really, really good advice. Yeah, and I... Myself, I used to be very reactive, in, in especially in the recess room, and that was also contributing to my overwhelm and 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 stress in in whatever situation it was. But I think now that I've incorporated all of this, I do sort of stand back, don't react straight away. You know, we've got so many other tools in our toolbox we don't have to instantly react if something goes wrong or or whatever and just taking that little bit of time it doesn't it doesn't hurt at all yeah i think that's like really good advice and um something i mean i've learned heaps today just talking to you about this and you know i think a lot of this everybody should try and implement somehow in their life um, it's it's pretty amazing actually and <laughs> it's like you know it's good that there is a program like this out there for people I think it's pretty cool pretty amazing so um, I think that's it for today so thank you um, it's no been worries. amazing and um, if people have got any questions just pop them in even if you're watching the replay and Michelle's in the group anyway so she'll pop in and answer a few questions and yeah feel free to ask away because I'm sure there might be a few people who have a few questions and they probably haven't got around to watching this yet because you know the time it is 2.30 people are probably at work but that's okay they can come back and watch yep. it and that's the whole idea of why we do something like this so um yeah thank you so much for joining us today Michelle really appreciate it and um, I guess we'll chat soon. Thanks, everyone. <laughs> See ya. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Bye.